Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Josh. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's it going? Good morning. Hey, yeah, I'm good, Ryan. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yep. It's, uh, man, what a like, the time of this recording. It's in November and the weather here in New Jersey has been so nice, like in the 70s, which is like, man, for November, that does not happen. So a lot of nice walks. Yeah. And also the colors at this time of year are so crazy outside. <laughs> I do these early morning walks with my dog, Jasper, and it's just like the reds and the oranges and the yellows. <laughs> just definitely yeah. not my day. Yeah. You got to take it all in. All right, so let's kick let's kick this off. Tell everyone you know who you are, what you do for a living, and then give us something that you're grateful for right now. So I'm Josh, and I spend my time building a company with some wonderful humans called Groove, um, driven very much by the mission of what's how do people help each other win at life. So we're building a platform that provides people with social accountability in these short focus sessions that allow people to accomplish their goals, come together and feel great about moving towards the things they want to be most successful at. So something I'm most grateful for, for at life right now is community. Actually, we moved out to the mountains. So we've been building community for ourselves since the summer and uh, Thursday nights, we started doing what we're calling family dinner, but with just just with friends that we're building here. So we have a re- regular practice of about 10 friends coming together on a Thursday evening. And I just feel grateful to be surrounded by humans that make me laugh and make me strive to be fun and better in life. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I'm not going to say anything groundbreaking here, but just to confirm what you just said, you know, we uh, just passed Halloween on this past Monday. And... Uh, went to a friend's house afterwards yeah. after walking 16,000 steps to get all the candy, literally 16,000 went back to the friend's house. And there was maybe like 10, you know, adults there plus the kids. And we just, you know, sat around a fire and just had a couple of drinks and just talked and laughed. And we feel so energized after those kinds of moments. So yeah, hundred percent community is very important. Yeah. Wow. That sounds, that sounds like such a nice evening. <laughs> Definitely want to talk about accountability because I'm big into masterminds and that's it's all about accountability. So I'd like to get some more tips around around that from you. But first, let's go to your morning. What what do your mornings look like? So I think accountability is good for me. I'm actually not not naturally, or at least in this phase of my life, I'm not the most natural jump out of bed morning person. I definitely had a career when I was living in London where I was out of, <laughs> out of bed at five thirty and um, had to just sort of like kick straight into straight into working out and then getting to the office. But now I now I use my dog to be most accountable. <laughs> and he's the guy that gets me out of the... I, I'm straight out of bed, straight outdoors. We live in the forest. And I think that's the biggest gift for sort of just getting the energy moving in my body. And I really believe that until you get your body moving, it's really hard to at least engage my brain or my emotions in meaningful ways. So the yeah. first thing I do is just straight out the door straight on a walk through the forest, get the sun, get the movement, have some play time. Then I come back, check my emails over breakfast before I head out. And I try to have my wife. My wife has a beautiful practice of sitting and reading poetry on our porch from about 7am to 7.45 while she drinks coffee. She's a big coffee drinker. And I don't drink coffee, so I don't get that. I don't get that morning support. 
we connect a little bit and then then I'm in work mode. So I uh, I really try to streamline my morning before I jump into work. Work is definitely the the focus of my day at the moment and and uh, is really is really what nourishes me and energizes me. So I feel fortunate for that. Are you literally in the woods? Yeah, we're literally in the woods. It's, a, it's like a mile drive up to our house and you, you, there's, wow. no one, there's no one around. Holy cow. That sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> it's really a reorientation from city life. And I find that I feel better. I'm more productive. Even though the pace of my life feels slower, there's definitely more output from myself, feel more creative, feel more energized. Is it right you say that? Because I was going to ask a question I don't normally ask, but I'm picking like a vibe from you that you're very, very relaxed and nothing gets to you. Then you're telling me that your wife reads poetry for 45 minutes. I'm like, wow, this is like a very peaceful couple. Is that, has that always been like that for you or, or have you had to work at it? I've definitely had to work at it. Thank you for the reflection. I appreciate that. And I'm also not always successful at it. <laughs> it's this environment and I'm just, I'm just a person that, believes that when you're really connected well to yourself and to the people around you and to nature and you have good healthy habits in your life it's easier to operate from like an abundant mentality and from that place which is which for me is like quite connected to how do I feel in my body and I've done a lot of meditation over the past few decades from that place you're able to give a lot more even if it doesn't require so much force or push. But when I'm not, and I, I've definitely had some intense jobs. I was, I was an exec at WeWork for a while, working in Adam Newman, the office of the CEO, doing a bunch of things. Um, I lost my call <laughs> and realized that I wasn't being as effective as I could if I wasn't surrounded by the right people and had the right environment to help me ground. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it sounds like the environment you have now is definitely going to be helping you in that direction. You know, being you know in the woods, literally surrounded by nature. Yeah, and I think it's it's just so wonderful that that's a possibility that you can build a company from the woods now, <laughs> in a way that maybe five years ago you wouldn't be able to. Just our ability to build relationships, and also just I think the cultural the cultural possibility that it's acceptable. <laughs> and telling myself it's acceptable to do that. And I, I commute to New York pretty regularly, but um, okay. But it's um, it's a helpful grounding, yes. Got it. All right, let's, let's go to business questions now, Josh. Uh, if there's anyone listening that, I, I want to talk about like tips you've had or, or success you've had in growing your app. So if there's any, any people listening that have like a software company or an app, what have you found to be successful so far in growing and growing your app? The thing that's most alive for me to share, actually, and it and it might be specific to us, but I think it I think it's it's somewhat universal. You know, at the heart of Groove is this is this really powerful behavior, you know, this really powerful social ritual where people come together. As you spoke about, you're involved in masterminds. Those mastermind sessions are really yep. profound, impactful rituals in life and they're applicable to most anyone. <laughs> and I think when you start when you start any project and you look at the heart of it, it really, it really has far reaching applications often 
And especially if you're a dreamer and you and you think about big vision, you want you want to build something that can touch as many people's lives as possible. Think in terms of growing things. The biggest thing that I've done with my team, and I'm definitely grateful for the team that I work with and how they've sort of sort of us collaboratively supported and influenced each other, is instead of looking at the universal applications of what what we're doing looking at the most specific application of what's what we're doing and finding a group of people that you really feel that you're adding most value to in their lives. We gave Groove to a variety of different people early on, whether you're in a team, whether you worked remotely, whether you're in an office. And what we've seen over the past six months or so is that the people's lives that we transform are those individuals that really are striving for something more, but not don't have a team around them. The people that are self, the entrepreneurs on their own, whether they're a coach, whether they're a designer, a creative, a developer, they're the people that we really wanted to help and saw that we were most helpful to. So the biggest thing that we did was instead of being super generic, was be really specific. And in that specificity, all of the language, all of the ways that we communicate to our potential community members and users became really clear. And that's when we started to have significantly more traction in in users understanding who we are, what we are, and other community members sharing it with with their friends. Yeah, I think that's definitely universal for sure, niching down and and really understanding your target audience and then speaking to them directly. It's definitely universal for any business. And actually doing it in radical ways, in ways that make you feel uncomfortable because you're like, how can I just service this really small community? Keep cutting away because the more that you cut away, even if it makes you feel like (laughs) there's not going to be that many people out there, you can always expand again. But it's so easy to get distracted and focus, focus, focus is the key in these early days of building things. So doing that as, as radically as possible is definitely definitely the key in our process in my life. Yeah. It's funny you're saying that because I, I, I subscribed to this one newsletter and, and one of the, it's a, like a business marketing newsletter. And then a recent issue he was talking about, this guy Ryan Lee, and he was talking about, you know, niching down and he was saying, you want to keep niching until it hurts. Like until you feel like, man, this is too, way too specific. He said, no, just keep going, you know, so you get really, really, really specific in terms of who you're, who you're speaking to. It really, I really resonate with that. I really resonate. And it's hard. It's, a, it's an internal emotional process, you know? Oh, but there's value everywhere for these people. Okay, you'll get to them. There's time. But right now, let's focus on these people. Sometimes I ask my guests for like personal growth tips or like their number one tip. But I, I think I want to ask about relationships, which, like, which is tied definitely to personal development. But since your app and since your, your life really is all about community and relationships, what do you do personally to build relationships. Do you do anything intentional that you can share with us? Yeah. There's a few things that come up as you ask that question. I think the first thing, um, this is not <laughs> this is not a, a new insight by any means, but I, I think rounds everything is I really step into relationships with an orientation of giving. Leaning into that as much as possible has always been the most nourishing in my relationships and the most meaningful relationships and the most fruitful relationships that as I step in to anyone that I meet, I really try to 
see how can I how can I support the other? How can I connect with the other? How can I be helpful and drive drive relationships from that place? And the second thing that came up that was really really a massive influence from my wife talking about relationships I learned most from her and she really challenges me to grow often is and you're a, you're a podcast host so you, you probably appreciate it um, a lot but entering relationships with curiosity genuinely seeing the other and being interested in the other and it's funny because that could be a very superficial practice of just having wrote art questions that you ask people but actually for me, it's much more of an internal practice of how do I, what can I connect to inside myself that is genuinely curious about this other person? And when I speak to someone from that place, I find that there's much more meaningful connection happening and the other person's much more seen. And that just allows an acceleration of a quality of relationship to happen in a much more radical way than it might do if I, if I wasn't connected to myself in my connection to the other. Add to what you said, I think being curious is so important. I, you know, running this podcast and 100 plus episodes, I find myself becoming more curious with people, not just my guests, of course, but like everyone around me, like at sporting events for my kids, on the sidelines with the parents. It's, it's you know, every person has, you know, experiences and interesting things in their life. And I just want to like learn more about them. I find I, I, find I go into like podcast host mode sometimes. So I have to shut that off because no one wants to be asked like a billion questions, but <laughs> yeah, you know, like <laughs> uh, what does your morning routine look like? You know, no, I don't ask <laughs> that, but, but yeah, I think you're being curious. I love, I'm glad you said that. Cause I think that's a really important, important takeaway here. All right, Josh, <clears throat> I got one last question for you. And then we're going to wrap up with you sharing your website or whatever else you want to share through your lens. You know, what is the meaning of life? It's nice that you're wrapping up with the the light question, you know. You got to answer in thirty seconds because we're at we're at the fifteen minute mark. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, I w- I'll answer it briefly because I think for me it's quite clear. I think it really sums up as something my dad said to me when I was really young: is to to really like engage fully in everything that you're given, and to try and leave the world a little bit better than you entered it. And I think that comes from connecting to myself to see where do my superpowers lie and how can I show up most meaningfully and considerately to impact the world in positive ways. Simple person. <laughs> oh, that's great. Great advice from Dan. Yeah, thank you. Great way to end this podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. So where, where should we send people? So if you want to just send people, if you want to find out more about Groove, try the product. You can head over to our website, which is groove.oo, like out of office. And I hope that I can share a link that will allow you guys to get straight into the app and bypass the wait list if you want to sign up and experiment with grooving. Excellent. Perfect. We'll link that up in the show notes, Josh. Thanks for everything you shared today. Thanks so much, Ryan. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.